All right, welcome back to the Gqual podcast. Just starting it off with some interesting wins. Want to get a little dig in and real quick at Aaron Rodgers. Oh, because Quan was looking sucking this guy off, losing by 17 at home <laughs> to the Jets. What a bum this guy is. Couldn't be me. I'm just saying. Okay, and so they were, and they were wearing those those shitty ass jerseys too, those little green and the yellow helmets. Ugh. So we starting off with that as if the Bears Absolutely just have embarrass embarrass everybody. I'm not even a Bears fan, but they embarrassed us all. I'll get to them. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to them on, on the Thursday. But no, yeah. yeah I, on the Thursday. I, I, they, they, topic we got to cover losing to the jets is kind of inexcusable for anybody uh and especially the the packers there's no reason for the struggles to be happening the way they are and especially at home i, I don't understand how you how you lose that game how did aaron Rodgers only throw one touchdown i mean it's unbelievable three and three right now I believe that puts them at second in, in, in their division behind uh minnesota surprisingly five and one because they beat miami today uh not surprised by that because miami was fucking fluctuating quarterbacks every left and right for the entire game uh but yeah i i if, if i was a green bay fan i would definitely be worried uh i, I think minnesota is going on a, on a little run right now and uh, there, there could be some trouble in paradise for aaron Rodgers, which i, I, I love to see obviously because I, <laughs> I think that guy's a bum the thing about aaron Rodgers. So remember when he made his relaxed speech and they they went the fuck off? That could happen at any given time. But that speech right there wasn't after a 17 point loss to the Jets. First of all, okay, that That's was true. It, it was they, they they did get beat. Well, I think they got blown out by like 20 plus in, in New Orleans. I think it was. That's even worse. No, 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 no. Losing to the Jets. First <laughs> of all, I, I, and, and if you're a Jets fan, you you're you're having the fucking time of your life. What did they drop? 40 points last week in a win, and then then they won this week in, uh, by 17 in Lambeau. I might I add. Uh, so if you're a Jets fan congrats to that but i, I doubt this will last team, man what you mean I, I mean, yeah, they are really Playoff good team. They, they drafted, they've, they've drafted really well the, the past couple of years with, with, with some of the guys that have gotten. They've drafted well. Obviously, they, they, they will continue to draft well. Their culture has changed. Robert Salah. Now, I appreciate a coach like Salah more than a coach like Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur, if, if you're not winning games with Aaron Rodgers, then you're a bum. And people keep saying, oh yeah, he's won 13 games in back-to-back years as a head coach, best start as a head coach. I think Matt Lafleur is overrated. First of all, I think he's a, he's a bum. I think he gets way too much credit for what Aaron Rodgers is doing. If you're a coach like Robert Salah, rebuilding a culture then you you should be deserving a lot more credit than a guy like Matt Lafleur because if, if you're if you're Matt Lafleur right you're coming into Green Bay that that culture is already built as long as Rodgers is there that culture does not need any rebuilding and you really don't have to do much in terms of offense with Aaron Rodgers you know he, he has the fucking system and, and you just roll with whatever he's doing the Packers culture is unique anyway like you know how how they're not necessarily owned by the NFL they they got the right. the, the shareholders and all that so you you're right you're right Lafleur is overrated a coach like Robert Salah rebuilding that culture in uh in New York with with the Jets I think he should I think he should be getting a lot more credit than 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 he is right now for the way they're playing oof yeah Tom Brady oh my gosh and the Buccaneers losing to uh the uh Kenny Pickett slash slash Mitch Trubisky Steelers because Kenny Pickett went out with a concussion I'm a little worried about Tom Brady I I seen a video of him yelling at his old lineman they were shit today they did not block for him they did not help him out at all listen this guy left his family to come back and play for these guys and they're just he's getting shit on it every week yeah he didn't come back for for this to be his his last Absolutely not. That's, that's that's it's sad to see that happen, man. Like it won't do anything to his legacy, of course, because I, I imagine that this is it. Like regardless what happens, I oh, think yeah. that this is it. It's sad to see such a legendary talent have to go through it this way. I mean, fuck Tom Brady, but you know, it, it's still like sad. If you're Tom Brady, you should have left last year. It was a perfect yeah. ending. You lost. You fell on your sword against the Rams. It was a perfect time to go out. You gave it your all. You got to the playoffs. This year is it's going to be a lot more of, of a battle and an uphill fight for the. Buccaneers, I believe, with the way they're playing right now, because they're line is shit. You got Brady going through a divorce. You got him going back and forth about, am I going to stay? Am I going to go? You got a lot of injuries on this team. You had uh, Chris Godwin, who was outcome coming back from an injury. Their defense is still pretty good, but I think it's just their offense led by Brady. He's going through a lot personally, obviously. And when you have, I think last week they said he was out with a thumb injury or something like that and didn't practice the entire week. And he's, he's getting veterans days off every Wednesday and Thursday or some shit like that. So I've, I've never heard, and Brady's been playing, obviously, m- most of my life so I, i've never seen this at all from tom brady for he's getting days off or he you know he's uh telling the press you know oh yeah I, I have a lot of things going on in my life and it's like you had the perfect send-off when you retired you had all that praise most of the time people rarely go out on top you, you know people rarely go out and leave after after a championship brady left after a loss in the playoffs which is common you know mm-hmm. they usually do do that uh, unless unless you're michael jordan which he, he left and then came back play for the wizards uh but tom brady it's, it's not like he he left 
and then waited a couple months uh, in, in the season for him to come back and say, okay, I, I want to come back and play for this team. He left, what was it, three months? It, it, it lasted, yeah. and then he said, okay, I'm coming back. Like, what are you doing? He had his perfect chance to ride into the sunset this offseason, and he, he took it, and then he took it back and said, okay, yeah, I'm coming back. And then his wife was like, yeah, fuck you, I'm leaving you. I think it's something to his announcement kind of being botched. If you're a player like Tom Brady, if I'm Tom Brady, I would definitely want to announce my own retirement, you know? So then when, when the speculation was coming about and all of that, I can see how that kind of rushed him to make the decision to say, yeah, you're right, I'm, I am, you know, I am bowing out. I didn't want it to to go down like this, but you know, it, it, the, the truth is the truth. I am bound out this way, but I think that kind of weighed into his decision to come back. And I don't know what Tom Brady cares about, like at this point, you know, like it used to just be winning. It used to just be, I don't know if his legacy was ever his, his actual concern. I think he just went out there, you know, gave it his all and, and just, you know, let the stats speak for themselves. But I don't, I don't know what motivates him anymore. Like he, he has done everything. At least this year for me, because he, he came back and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep playing. Right. But I, I, I didn't get that sense from him after that news broke. Because remember, Adam Schefter broke the news that he was retiring. And then it took mm -hmm. a week for Brady himself to put the out the, to put out the announcement saying, oh, yeah, goodbye, uh, Tampa Bay, whatever. And he, he didn't say goodbye to New England because obviously he was going to go to Miami and go play with them and go be an owner, owner over there. And that all fell apart. There's maybe some awkward tension with him and the organization of, hey, this guy was going to leave us and mm -hmm. retire tire and go to a different team but now he's back again and he obviously he's, he's going through some some divorce things right now but it's not like he's saying oh yeah i'm all in i, I want to win another championship for this team if it's like he's just here to play because he just loves playing and that he he has like this you know drive because this is his life you know he wants to keep going and see how far he can go but i feel like there's no end goal for him right now it's just oh yeah let's just see how far i, I can keep going and keep playing the thing is about tom brady that he's usually 100 in so if if it's anything other than that like if it's 99 if this is tom brady at 99 in is completely different you know where somebody else 99 is very very close to that 100 but this this is a substantial difference between what with tom brady you know that i think that's what makes him the competitor that he is and i also think that that's part of his motor and you know if, if it's at 99 that's different than anybody else's 99 so brady created that culture in, in tampa bay when, when he got there because they had no culture at all in, in that franchise in that organization so when he's not there the entire team culture just shifts mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know i'm not at, at the buccaneers practices but if he's not there on wednesdays and thursdays or whatever that he's getting veterans days off obviously you, you got guys being like oh yeah tom maybe tom's not here let you know let's let's take it easy you know on these days and when he is here you know let's just go all out so if, if you're not there tom you're that culture on for that team in that organization so when you're not there they're not 100 percent in and i don't think like quanta said i think i think that's a great point that he just brought up tom brady at 99 in is not going to work for your team like he needs to be 100 in if you're this team if you're tampa bay because he's your culture he's your he's your heart and soul of that team and if he's not all the way in your team has no you know has no chemistry and, and has no end goal and you see it right here with tampa bay there's fucking up every weekend losing by two to the, the goddamn steelers is not a good way to go three and three again just, just like green bay and obviously they're they're in a, a lot weaker division with uh atlanta new orleans and carolina so I mean, if, if they go, you know, if they lose a couple more slates of games, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's gonna hurt them too, too much in terms of their playoffs. So I, I do, I do think they'll make the playoffs this year. But this team obviously will not be meshing as, as they would in the past, you know, to get farther in the playoffs. I don't know, like what direction we're going in either like as far as the the bucks because i don't think i don't think a tom brady buccaneers team is gonna end up with a losing record so where does that put you like to draft your next quarterback like they're gonna he, he gonna kind of lead them good it there's no backup plan for, right. for brady at all there is no post brady plan in, for this team so once he leaves they're basically in, in a complete rebuild mode because right. you saw this offseason he left Fournette was going to leave. You had Chris Gown, who, who was a free agent. They had a slew of free agents on their team who were like, yeah, let, let, let me wait and see what Tom does. And you saw it with that, uh, with, with Brady's podcast. He said that Fournette was going to go to the Patriots and leave the team. And then he came back and was like, yeah, bring your ass back. I'm coming, I'm coming back. So people's decisions on this team are based on what Tom does. So they have no clue about what, what, what's going to happen once he leaves. And I think once he leaves, they're just going to break this entire team down and just, you know, basically do a, a, a Cleveland Browns, get a random fucking backup bridge quarterback like Jacoby Brissett and see where, where, where they can go from yeah. there and possibly go to the draft or, or try to sign a, a big free agent quarterback and, uh, and, and the year after that I don't know who, who the 
uh, QB Rage in class is going to be after he leaves. It's going to be the ultimate trickle down effect. When we see Brady leave, we're going to say, uh, he don't really work with anybody else. Uh, this guy, get him out of here. Julio is out. You know what I'm saying? Chris Godwin yeah, may not yeah. work with. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. The, the 2023 QB free agent class, the top quarterback that year is Tom Brady. He's going right. to retire. So the main guys in that class, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Mike White, CJ Bathard, Taylor Heineke, Lamar Jackson will be a free agent. I think he's going to be tagged though. Yeah, he, he, will, he will definitely be tagged and that's it. And Cooper Rush. That free agent QB class is shit. That is horrendous. Yeah. So I, I have no idea who the Buccaneers will go with. Uh, possibly somebody with, with, within their own organization. Who, who they got? Kyle Trask. Blaine Gabbard, I think, is their other quarterback. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Their, their backup is Blaine Gabbard. And their uh, their third string is Kyle Trask, who is currently injured. It's going to be rough. Quan, you, your 49ers lost by uh, double digits as well to the Atlanta Falcons. All right. That's felt like a, a direct uh, attack. But um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, as far as my fandom, and I love the teams that I love, but I know that when it rains, it pours. And if Alabama loses, everybody is going to lose. So I'm not even surprised. I, I don't understand how they could lose to the Falcons, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. They could have played nobody. It could have been a scrimmage, and they would have still found a way to, to lose because of Alabama losing. So I'm not surprised. And watch Tuesday night, the Lakers going to get blown out. It's just how it goes for me. Me, you know, it, I, I can't never win for losing. I, I can't never just, you know, I can't never celebrate one without without the other. So it, it is what it is. I don't understand. Like point that I was looking at the stats. Jimmy G had two touchdowns and a pick. Oh. Two picks and I, I believe just 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 under three hundred yards. It was good for him at the start. He he had two straight touchdown drives to Brandon Ayuk. If Jimmy G ain't gonna do nothing, he is gonna cough that bitch up. He is gonna. <laughs> He's going to turn it over. He's going to help the other team in whatever way he can. Not saying that Mariota is that guy, but where, what's his contract with the Falcons? Do you know? Oh, my. Uh, two years, $18.75 million he has. He'll be, he'll be there next year, and then in 2024, he'll, he'll be a free agent at 31 years old. Wow. I thought, I thought it was a one-year deal for him. I thought it was a one-year, like, $7 million deal. Uh, the Dolphins. I said it last week. Season is over. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a turnover machine. I, I'm sorry. I, I thought that he, he, he can at least be, you know, somebody that keep him above water. This guy's making him drown this his turnovers at the end of the game he is too turnover prone he, he's barely even uh you know alive with the goddamn concussions that he was in he was a backup today after barely skyler alive. thompson yeah but he really is the dude had, had a concussion last week he passed concussion protocol obviously he wasn't good enough to start which, which is why skyler thompson started but he, he had a, a thumb injury he was bleeding uh which is why he exited the game and teddy got in somebody in, in our tiktok comments reminded me because uh, i said last week i said tank uh for a good draft pick and, and go out and get somebody for Tua to go and throw to. The person reminded me, they said, hey, the Dolphins have no first round draft picks uh, because they Yikes. traded all their draft picks for Tyreek Hill. So they have, oh, they barely shit, have any draft picks at that. I forgot about that. I didn't. I never. I thought forgot. About the fact I forgot that they, about that shit altogether. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, I was so embarrassed when I when I read that shit. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> because I said, go out and draft the guy in the first round for for Tua, and the, and the guy was like, they had no first round picks. So they trade them all for Tyreek. I was like, oh fuck, sorry. They need to Whoops. be win, win, win. Like they. Oh my god. They traded away a 2022 first round pick, a second round pick, a fourth round pick, plus a sixth round pick in the 2023 draft. Fucking hell. So they traded away all of this year's first round picks second round picks and fourth round picks plus a fifth and a sixth round of next year's draft Jacoby Brissett yeah disgusting I'm, I'm, I'm over this guy already I, I really am like fuck's sake he's not a great pocket passer he can't fucking he's not calm at all he just fucking turns the goddamn ball over he sucks I'm over this guy already throw the goddamn ball to Mark Cooper every time or run the goddamn ball because they, they they couldn't do either this game the Patriots just destroyed him I had no idea who Zappy was he may make some noise I'm glad that you brought that up because there was a report this week saying that there was some tension between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and Bailey Zappy comes out this week 309 yards two TDs and a 38-15 win I'm I'm not saying that that they'll replace Mac Jones with this guy, but th th there could be some Bailey Zappi in town for, for the rest of the year if Mac Jones keeps uh, keeps keeps us up with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has a, a history of, you know, finding the diamond in the rough. He won his first start. He comes back this week, puts up 38 points on the Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, I might add. Uh, and, and he played well. No turnovers at all. I know because we said it last week. We said relax with the whole Cooper Rush hype. I, I know it's only been two weeks for Bailey Zappi, but if this continues... We could see a lot more of him because Jones is still injured.
a lot of people were making the point about the position that they're in with a quarterback being hurt, a quarterback that they believe in, a quarterback that they invested a high pick or, you know, they were making comparisons to the Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady thing. There are some similarities there. Uh, definitely not like, you know, like it's not one to one, but it's, it's, there are some interesting coincidences going on with that. I know people are going to put out me in our comments and be like, you said comment about Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is not a, a rookie, first of all. And yeah. Dak Prescott just signed a hundred plus million dollar extension. Mac Jones is on a rookie deal. He's injured. He's obviously not working out for this team. Zappy is a, is a rookie as well. He's coming, he's coming back out and he's, he's playing well for them. So obviously the, the, the situation in Dallas versus the situation in New England is totally different between those two. I feel like Cooper Rush has been in the league since I was a wee lad. He was drafted by Dallas in 2017, played with them until 2019, was a Giants practice squad member in 2020, and uh, came and back. Signed, back, <laughs> signed back with Dallas in 2020 and has been there ever since. Uh, that brings us to our, to our sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way. On your phone, download the app, you sign in, it automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, doesn't matter, they have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you, green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from 1 through 10 to give you the best deal possible. SeatGeek also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app. Promo code GQUAD for $20 off your first purchase. So thank you for SeatGeek for sponsoring us. Thursday Night Football. I'm over this shit already. It has been horrendous. Amazon has paid, what, what do they pay? Thir $13 billion for this for every Thursday? This has been th th Thursday Night Football's results. 50 punts, 20 field goals, and 17 touchdowns This in, in, in five weeks Thursday Night Football. That, that, that's what we've gotten. These games have just been absolutely garbage. The, the first week was, wasn't that? First, was first that, week, um, it, was, it was Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. That, that, yeah, that was, that was good. a good game. That was a great that was a good game i end up disappointed with myself that i stay up for those games because after the the snooze fest that was the broncos and the Colts, i thought okay yeah it there's no way it can get worse but boy boy was i wrong <laughs> by the time the Bears scored and put it up 7-0 that was the first touchdown in 45 drives in the past two weeks of thursday night football and for those that, that may possibly be new to football thursday night has always been always low scoring very slow but it has never been this bad i, I remember it a couple years ago 2018 it, it was really good but yes thursday night has always been really it, it's always been the, the time where if, if you're playing in fantasy if, if, you're, if you don't have a top team or a top player on your team you probably bench those guys on thursday night it has never been this bad. And if you're Amazon, who's paying $13 billion for this garbage, I'd be fucking furious if I was Jeff Bezos saying, what the fuck is this? Like, fucking give me some touchdowns on this shit. 50 punts to, to 17 touchdowns is wild. In five weeks, we've had 50 punts, 20 field goals, and 17 touchdowns. So we've, we obviously had more punts and field goals than touchdowns in five weeks of Thursday Night Football. Nothing about that sounds exciting. 50 punts, man? Touchdowns shouldn't be that hard to, <laughs> to find. In, in the, I will say Thursday night got a lot of ground to cover because of, uh, I mean, Monday Night Football has been a standard for a long time. So And the matchups Thursday, suck for, yeah, for Thursday. That's, that's yeah, why, because the matchups yeah. are horrible. So I mean they they gotta they gotta figure out how to not necessarily two marquee matchups in the like between Monday and Thursday but like on the week where they have because I, I think the beginning of the season they have two Monday night games right yeah for for this year they did which I thought was stupid I feel like they've done that before but I I think that they, they did should, it last year yeah I think that they should move that you know either move that flex that flex that game or you know just find a way to alternate them at least like if we're gonna yes. get a, a boring monday night matchup then you know spice up the thursday and vice versa and nfl this flex games i don't i don't understand why you stop flexing games it's okay to change the matchup but you know fans are gonna be like what the fuck is this like you know uh, if you flex bears commanders i guarantee you nobody would be fucking you know maybe bears fans or commanders fans but i guarantee the rest of the nfl would be like would not be like what the fuck is this we, we want to see commanders and bears i don't know if the commanders or the bears would have known the difference put out the schedule before the year starts and if the matchups are shit flex the games a week before a week in advance subject to change cares? that was a three it's, easy it, words to put there anywhere. you go yes <laughs> subject to change obviously games can be flexed or put that in, in, the, in the fucking quotations and then go ahead and do that the, the marketing of it and if you if you're gonna make it a, a nighttime game like there are probably more people watching at night than any other time of the day absolutely know? so if if you're gonna make that a thing and especially 
through the week, you know, but before the weekend and all of that, and it has to, it needs to be a, a decent matchup. Next week, we got New Orleans, Arizona. I mean, that's not really that exciting. The week after that, finally, this is a game that, that should be on at um, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. There you go. Two of the best teams in the league. Well, not not after this week, but I'm saying Tom Brady <laughs> obviously has that, has that marketing aspect, as you just said, yeah, and Lamar sure. Jackson, seeing those two, two, two QBs go off. Then after that, it starts getting shit. Philadelphia at Houston. I don't want to see that. Uh, Atlanta at Carolina. That's a trash can battle. Tennessee at Green Bay. That's a good one. I'll take that. Buffalo at New England. That's a rivalry. But eh, still, Zappy, Zappy time. We'll, we'll see how how, right. how he does. And then Vegas, LA. 49ers at Seahawks. Oh yeah, we're about to smack the motherfuckers again. And then after that, Jacksonville, the Jets. It should not be more bad games than than good. Uh, but my Bears. Speaking of them being shit. What the fuck? I, I put out a whole rant on my TikTok, so I'm, I'm not, not even going to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll th 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 throw that in here. I'll throw the clip in here of me ranting about it. So because I'm the, my, my anger and energy has subsided. Fucking times do I got to come on here and give a rant about these goddamn bears? What are we doing, man? Fire Matt Eberbitch. I'm done with this fucking guy already. Our offense fucking sucks. Our defense fucking sucks. Justin Fields goes out there and puts his fucking body on the line for this team. And it's what we do. Belvis Jones Jr. and Smith Morissette. Those two guys, I do not know how we continually put those fucking bums on the goddamn field. On the last play of the game, you got fucking Smith Morissette not, not knowing any idea where the fuck he is. The referees, that was a clear pass interference call on that Dante Pettis fucking catch on third and goal. What the fuck are we doing here? This is fucking bullshit. I am so done with this goddamn team. It is fucking ridiculous. I've been having a shit goddamn week, and I thought, I've been fucking delusional, that I thought this, that this goddamn team will fucking make my day and win. Of course we fucking don't. We lose to the goddamn fucking commanders who fucking sexually assault people and fucking cover the shit up. I am so fucking done with this goddamn team. It is fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm still depressed about it. Uh, but I seen this stat on Twitter, which I'm not, which I'm not surprised with. Uh, Tom Brady has 23,996 career passing yards and 174 TDs in his 40s alone. That's 500 more yards and 20 more touchdowns than the Bears' all-time leading passer in Jake Cutler. So Tom Brady playing only in his 40s would be the Bears' all-time leading passer in team history. That is so fucking crazy, and that, that is, is just nuts. Pitiful. That is. That's how bad the Bears are. I do like Justin Fields, but you know, go to another team, Justin. He's trying to piss me off too with with the, with the shit that he's doing with his with his passes. I'm getting a little questionable about what, what he's doing, but his O line is shit, so I can't really get up, get on his ass that much. He does not look excited to be on the center. I would not be excited at all either. And they're like, oh yeah, his QBR is shit. He has no receivers. He has no O line. Like stop. Like get off this guy's ass. Or yes, he has made some questionable throws. Yes. You know, his vision was not that great in the last game. But what do you expect this guy to do? He is surrounded by garbage. And, like, this guy, he's not fucking Superman. Like, he can't just be fucking doing everything. He can't be just running the ball himself and throwing the ball to himself in the goddamn end zone. Like, he has no receivers. He has no O-line. His defense is subpar, average at best. Like, what do you want this guy to do when he's on the field every time? He's putting his body on the line. First of all, he's getting hit every play he and Carson Wentz are combined I think I think they've been sacked 23 times each this year so when when you're the most sacked quarterback in the league obviously you will not be playing your best because you're getting hit on basically every goddamn play every that fucking drive games like, off your career for sure absolutely it, it absolutely and it takes and it takes you out the game as well if, if, if you're getting hit this, this many times like he has no time to throw at all and when he does he has no receivers that are open because he is he's tight in this shit he has all, all he has is Mooney who, who's just a speed guy he's, he's not a big tall receiver that, that can get up and get you know go get a ball like that which which he has shown in last week's game with that one-handed catch he has no team around him at all so yes Justin Fields has been pissing me off the past couple of weeks but I can't get on his ass fully until I see him with a fully developed team and and a team around that can succeed. A report came out this week saying that Carolina is listening to teams for Christian McCaffrey. The Bills, 49ers, Rams, and Broncos have shown interest. Where do you think he will go? I think if he does end up leaving, it would probably be Buffalo. Um, I feel like Buffalo fits. I like the, I feel like they would benefit the most. Like They would be the most mutually beneficial. I would 
maybe like to see him like and and them develop a package for him in San Francisco, you know, but that's just me being selfish and greedy. I think Buffalo fits like they they fit each other the most. I agree with that. Listen, Buffalo's main thing right now is the the, the running game. They have a running back by committee. They have Zach Moss, they have Singletary, and they, I think they have some some other guy. I forgot who else they have. But they have too many running backs and not one is their one lead back. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, too many cooks. Yeah, exactly. And I think that if they get McCaffrey, give them the title right away. They, they won the Super Bowl. That's theirs. It's because they their the wide receiver core is great. They have Gabriel Davis. They have Stephon Diggs. They have Isaiah Isaiah McKenzie. Um, Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. I, I wouldn't necessarily just you know just get him to get on the Super Bowl yet. Uh, get on the Lombardi just you know willy nilly. I agree. He he does have injury history, but if he does stay healthy, I think that team is just unstoppable right now. I, I think that they will just destroy er everybody in their path. McCaffrey puts them over the top as as the top juggernaut in the NFL, I think, over the Chiefs. I was just about to say, man, the, the Chiefs are like are setting a precedent that not necessarily a precedent, but they are like they have the the makings of a next of a future dynasty. Um, right. So right. I don't know if I do think if Buffalo was to be able to to bring down Kansas City uh, this season, that, that could that could derail the dynasty, and maybe like you know maybe you have a. a time where it's the Lakers and Celtics you know what I'm saying like right, same right. same conference but still like Lakers and Celtics of, of you know they go they kind of go back and forth with titles or whatever I, I think but I think Buffalo ha will have to do it this season so if they're gonna get Christian McCaffrey and if they're gonna win the Super Bowl they have to do it this year because that, that train ain't stopping in Kansas City absolutely and, and I think if Buffalo gets McCaffrey and and then and then win the Super Bowl this year I think that officially puts them over the top finally as beating the Chiefs because obviously they would have to go through the Chiefs yeah. in order to get the Super Bowl. They would have to beat Kansas City. And so that means that that would put them over the top and as a top juggernaut in the NFL. Because the Chiefs, even without Tyreek Hill, they're still doing pretty well. But to look at the Bills on paper, Josh Allen is their quarterback. They got Diggs as a wide receiver. They got McCaffrey as a running back. Their defense is pretty good. I'd be like, holy fuck, that team is unbeatable. Uh, also, the Panthers fired Matt Rule three years into a seven-year <laughs> deal, owing him $40 million still. Rule went 11-27 and as an NFL head coach and got paid $30 million to do it uh since going to the super bowl in 2016 the panthers have gone 39 and 58 is it time for a full-blown rebuild with this team absolutely they are absolutely ass like don't don't get me wrong and i thought that you know that they was going that everybody was going to go down with the ship but then i started hearing like early monday morning like yeah matt rule is out of there he's, he's about to get fired and all of that and it was it was almost like clockwork um how like quick, an hour later, know, I think it was. Swift. It was swift. Uh, he got the fuck out of there. This is a, a one of those situations where I would... Blow it up. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is their one and only big name piece. Like, he is their entire franchise. It's time to blow it up already. Like, yeah. fuck's he sake. He is worth a lot right now. Detonate this entire team. Blow it up and start from scratch. Like, you have to. Like, you're wasting McCaffrey's prime years. He's getting hurt a lot, so he needs to, you know, win now and, and go out and, you know, play the rest of his career while he can. And this team is just garbage. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're not going to the playoffs you're you're already in a, in a tough division as it is with the buccaneers dominating that shit and it's just time for you to just hit the, hit hit the detonate button blow this team up and rebuild and start from scratch through the draft not necessarily making this a karma thing but i, I just feel like you know good titans will come back if if they do right by chris mccaffrey put him on the team that can maybe extend his career you know uh they have a good offensive line around him and and where like he he's not necessarily the every down back and and all of that because I mean, he's done right by y'all. He, he, you know, he gives it his all as he goes as hard as he can until an injury pops up. I know it. So I, I think that, you know, that they should, they should do right by Chris McCaffrey. Get him the fuck out of there. Cause that, that's, that's a uh, losing battle. One player this year that, that you think should be traded uh, in the NFL. Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna, I was going to say Lamar Jackson too. They're not going to pay him. They're not going to pay him what, what he wants. Don't seem like it. And, and it's so up and down, you know, it seems like they are in a position where they maybe want to pin the wins on him, but also pin the losses on, on solely him. So I don't know, man, it's, it's not looking too good. You put him on a, on a, decent team and I, I think he could take them to the next level i think he would take every team any team in the nfl to the next level but you know when if you trade him to a trash team the next level from trash is is like what decent average yeah i say just put him on put him on a decent team put him on a, a good team 
He makes them great. If you're a good team, he, he will make you great, yeah. obviously. The Ravens have failed to commit to a team, commit to building around Lamar Jackson. He's asking for so much money because he knows that there is money that is left around because he knows that they will not be putting pieces around him in order to win. So he he's saying, give me X amount of dollars right now because I, I know that, that you're not going to get players around me to win. So I'm, I might as well get paid while I lose, basically, is, is what he's doing. But if, if he's going to go to a good team, trade him away. You, you know that, that you're not going to build around this guy. You have, you have failed to, to commit to him fully. And, and you know that, that you can't pay him what he wants. Trade him away. Get something in, in return from him. This could possibly be one of the biggest returns in the NFL history that, that we see in terms of a trade. Uh, so I'm going to pay him and build around him. I think they, they should just trade him away and move on. I will add somebody else. DK Metcalf. Oh, yes, yes, yes. DK Metcalf. I agree with that. Um, he could get you some receiving yeah, core. He, he could get you uh, some some draft capital. He's a great, you know what I'm saying, a great weapon. Um he could get you some draft capital and possibly a, a player that, that could help you stay where you are or maybe not and and you know get you to a, a good draft pick or whatever. But DK Metcalf should be in San Francisco preferably, but you know. I've been saying for for weeks now that Justin Fields does not have that big bulky wide receiver that can get up and go get that ball. I know uh, me being a Bears fan, this may seem biased, but DK Metcalf is that guy. I, I think he would fit great with, with the Bears system in terms of having that big receiver that Justin Fields can throw it to. There's fucking fucking DKs out there somewhere that's launched that to, to DK. He's fast. He's, he's humongous. He's ha he has that Calvin Johnson like build because they said he's me the next calvin johnson he's not he's obviously he's not calvin johnson at all but he does have the makings of being a player like calvin johnson type i think if dk mecca got traded to the bears i think he'd be a great fit in chicago and and for in san francisco too i, I think as well and dk is only 24 yes he is young oh that I, i'm i'm aroused just thinking about that shit i would fucking love to see dk in a bears uniform holy shit who the fuck would the bears trade who 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 wants any draft picks capital who the fuck cares they're not gonna trade no draft picks they need those. No, they don't. Trust me, the Bears are shitty at drafting anyway. They, they, they couldn't draft well if they wanted to. If you're the Seattle Seahawks, you're, you're getting all, all the draft picks you can. And obviously, DK does not want to be there, clearly. He, he's, he signed an extension with them. But obviously, he does not want to be there full long term with this fucking losing franchise. So they're obviously rebuilding. The Bears are trying to rebuild as well, but they're they're, they're on a faster pace right now with uh, in terms of Seattle. Uh, I thought their Geno Smith is, is their quarterback of the future. Trade him away as much, as much as you can for him. Tyler Lockett, the same thing. Trade him away too and see what, you know, you know the draft capital that you can get in return maybe trade them together to san francisco we'll give y'all jimmy g i tell you what oh that is a horrendous trade that, that's a robbery that that is ridiculous maybe maybe if, 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 if the seahawks were blind and deaf maybe they, they would accept blind that and deaf. <laughs> yeah that yeah that makes absolutely no sense why the fuck would they do that because the Quans is being a 49er homer right now and he, he's just uh you know living his fucking dream right now that makes that is a horrendous trade dk metcalf and Tyler Lockett for jimmy garoppolo oh my if, you got a quarterback now you got a quarterback of the future you got a quarterback that you can build around you got oh, no you got, no 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 he's not quarterback of the future face, no you got a face no. of the franchise Jim uh, was almost, almost in his 30s isn't he like 27 so you got a face of the franchise no no that, that's that's not something that, that, that you can build around if, if you're uh, you think it you think inside the box i see what's going on Pete carroll is, is obviously going to retire early this this franchise in a couple years right they're going to bring in a new coach Obviously, if you're coach, you want a young quarterback that you can develop and build around. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that. Bring us to our second sponsor of the week, BetUS. Now, BetUS is the best legal online sports book. They allow you to bet on it all. NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, golf, MMA, horse racing, and NASCAR. Both men and women's ba college basketball, college football, and even the Canadian Football League. They have their own sports book. They have their own race book. And even if you don't want to bet on sports and you just want to gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now, they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process, 24-7 personalized services, live wagering on all major games. And to top it off, if you use promo code THEGQUAD, you can get 125% off on a sign-up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at BetUS. So we got the Chiefs next week. Or Ooh, loss. Yeah, that's a fuck. Fuck. 35-14 loss. That's being generous. After that, after that, it's going to pick up because we about to start kicking ass. You hear me? We got the Rams, the Chargers. We're oh. going to beat the Chargers. The Cardinals. Oh, we're gonna beat the fuck out of them. We're gonna beat the Saints. The Dolphins. Uh hey, nah, Quans, you're being you're being delusional. You're being delusional. Listen, I don't I don't know. Rams Jimmy Garoppolo against the Rams is fucking Joe Montana. So that that's that's automatic win right there. Chiefs. Is it um, possible? That's a little much. 
Is it possible that we don't lose another game after next week? Oh, we'll schedule. Read read this shit. Read this shit. At the Rams, I uh, win versus the Chargers. Uh, loss. Wow. Uh, versus the Cardinals. Oh, oh wow! You got to think about it. Wow, that's a tough one. D Hop is wow. back. They're they're gonna have a revitalized offense. I'm gonna go loss. Wow. Versus the Saints. Win. Versus the Dolphins. Win. Versus the Bucks. Loss. Wow. He's getting divorced. Who knows? Tom Brady said, I'm retiring, and then he, he took it back. He, his wife could do the same thing for him. Who knows? Hell no. Nah, she worth more money. Uh, at the Seahawks. Uh, win. Washington. Automatic win. Smacking. Uh, at the Raiders. Win their shit. Versus the Cardinals. Ooh. I might say win, but I want to say loss. You might I'll go say loss on win. That Look at you. Sunday TBD, it says. To be decided. What the hell? Yeah. What is that about? Well, they, sure they may be a about. flex game. They may be. Uh, could be. Possibly. Could, could be Thursday night. night. I don't really see too many losses uh, after next week, man. So we 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 can go. We'll go three and four. That, that'll be the low of the season. See, I mean, right now we're still first in the NFC West. Playoffs today, we make it. We we're division champs. So we lose next week and we end up thirteen and four. Okay. <laughs> thirteen and four. <laughs> That's no, come on. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, like I said, you, you is counting a, a lot of uh, imaginary losses. I don't understand how we lose. That's not true. <laughs> Versus the Cardinals. I mean, come on. You said, you said that, that, that you were being the Chargers on Monday night. That, I don't think that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. Or yeah, Sunday, no, it's Sunday that. night against the Chargers. No. Sunday night, Monday night, Wednesday night. We beating them. We are beating uh, okay. the Chargers. 11 wins tops. And the Bucks going to San Francisco. Hey, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. Tom Brady's not, hometown. They, they he's he's beating your ass there. They don't have it together, brother. They don't have it together. He like he gonna be succumbed by his emotions. This is his last time in San Francisco. This was his childhood hero team. That's six uh, weeks from now. How, how do you know they're not playing well in six weeks? They're not. They're not. Hey, they're they're playing awful right now. I mean, for the Bucks. Right now, Bucks, but who knows? In six weeks, the divorce might be finalized in six weeks. Oh no 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 no! That's gonna be like a two year thing. Even worse, even yeah. worse. If he's dragging along, you know, six weeks, look, it, it's just going to get worse and worse until it's over. A- automatic loss for y'all, yeah. I would say. Automatic tw- loss, wow. 24-17 loss, I'm saying, I'll say that. Now, the, the, only thing, the only thing about the Seahawks game is that that's a short week. So, it looks like a Thursday night game. Yeah. I see 12-4, 12-11. Yeah, and then twelve. Ooh, short week. You're playing the Bucks on Sunday and the Seahawks on Thursday. Ooh, that could be a loss. Man, two. Two quick back-to-back wins. Oh my! Shit. And then the, the Commanders, man. Why have we been playing? We, I feel like we've been playing the Commanders for like four seasons straight or something. Because one of my homies is a is a Washington fan. At San Francisco. Hey, we might as well start buying our Super Bowl tickets. Okay, hold on. I I I, I need a damn piece of paper to fucking figure this out. Hold on. Was that a was that a Crayola marker? There was a drawer next to me. That's, that's the only thing I found next to it. Oh, why is there uh, markers? Why not? Why is there not? I don't pins? know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. Let's see. They are currently three and three. And first in the NFC West. Don't forget that. First in the NFC West. I said what? Chiefs L. Uh, I had Rams W. I had Chargers L. I had uh, Cardinals L. Uh, Saints W. Dolphins W. Oh, hold on. Tua could be back. That may be a loss. I'm gonna you change friend? that. You're joking, right? No, I'm not you should you should you should have told me you was bullshitting before you started doing this. I would have I would have known. Buccaneers. That's an L. Seahawks. That's a W. Possibly. Oh, it could be a short week. That could be another L. Oh, back to back dubs. Quick, quick. Uh, that's how we do it. Quick. Okay, I, I, I'll give him a dub there, but I, but I'm, I'm on the fence about that. Uh, W against Commanders, Raiders. I'm gonna go W there as well, and then Cardinals L. So you think we're getting swept by the Cardinals? Yes. Or nine and eight. It would have been nine and eight. Nine Which and is eight. also a lie. Maybe possibly nine and eight, possibly ten and seven. Who the fuck knows? That could win, win you the division, possibly. Oh yeah, it will. But it was was wild is that that you just swept by the Cardinals is fucking nuts. And then you think that that short week we may trip up to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are. It's ass. a short week after playing the Buccaneers. What do you want me to say? It's the Seahawks. I want you to say. Win. I want you to say something that makes sense. Gino could Seahawks. go off. Who knows? He's playing well. Gino Mafia. His real name is Eugene. Did you know that? No, I did not. <laughs> I would go by Gino as well. No, no, no. It's, it is Eugene the third. There are two more Eugenes before him. I was like, what the hell? Gino Eugene isn't name. a name that you just give to a, uh, to somebody born like in the past century. No. You know, you, that, that's, a, that's a family name for sure. Gino Smith, 
I did not know it. Gino is short for Eugene Cyril Smith the third. There are two more Eugenes before this guy. It, it, it should have stopped that one. The Giants are five and one, man. Okay, that's they're 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 the worst five and one team in the NFL. They're, they're not good. I'm still saying they're not good. This team's a fluke. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Let's go right now. Schedule again. Schedule schedule game again. But we just did like it with 49ers. Like we do the schedule. We will game. do like it this. again at Seattle. Uh, I'll go L on that one. Wow. Uh, by week. Uh, at, uh, versus Houston. Okay, W there. Versus Detroit. Oh, L. What? At Dallas. Uh, L. <laughs> okay. How did I lose no, 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 I'm still tripping off the Detroit versus Washington. Oh, I don't know. What are you saying? With there being, you know, division opponents, I say they split. So I say they win uh, the one at home and they lose in uh, Washington. Are they at home here? Yeah. We'll give them a W there and then we'll give them the L later on in the year. Yeah, Philly uh, versus Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Washington. Man, there's another L. Another one? So you got them being, oh. You said oh, split? Okay, yeah, 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 my fault. Uh, at Minnesota. L. Versus Indy. Ooh. Ah, I'm going to go L in there, too. That's four L's in a row. Ooh, that, that could be a little much. It's and not that, Eagles L. Call. That's Giants culture right there. That's five L's in a row. There you go. Huh. All right, man. All what right. It's going to come One, back to bite you in the One, two, three, four, five, six. That makes, uh, that's seven losses. Ten and seven. Oh, wow. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. That could, they're a fluke. Right now, they're a fluke team for me. I don't know, man. Um, even though that 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 was a close game today, that was against Baltimore, dog. Uh, something we missed on Monday: Devontae Adams pushed the camera guy after Monday Night Football. Uh, he said, I, "I don't know how you get away with that. I mean, you can't you can't really go up and say it's an accident because you clearly you clearly pushed the guy." Uh, but my question was, uh, if you were that camera guy, what what would you ask for in court in terms of a settlement from Devontae Adams? Because obviously, obviously, you don't want him to go to jail. It's not really a thing. Yeah, man. I, I, I just two hundred fifty. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm not a greedy person, man. I'm not a greedy person, but I mean, you you do got to pay for your crimes. You know what I'm saying? You're not absolutely, you're not just gonna absolutely. push me and just get away with it. I'm not asking. <laughs> I'm not asking for nothing like unrealistic, because then he gonna like he gonna try to say extortion or some shit like that. Right. Um, so you know, a, a good 250k that can get me a house out here. You know, um, that can get Max. me a lot of shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Get you a new car, probably camera, yeah. new camera equipment and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So yeah, 250k. Maybe get me a jersey or something, you know what I'm saying? Throw that in. Maybe a couple of tickets, but you know, other than that, and uh, I would say five five hundred grand at least uh, for and and I would uh, you know throw in that whole shit, emotional damage, public embarrassment, all that all that legal bullshit that that they would probably throw in. Uh, and I would I, well I, listen. The Raiders are shit, so I'm, I'm not gonna ask him for fucking season tickets because that that'll probably just be a waste of his time. Uh, but I probably ask him for like season tickets uh, from uh, I'm, I'm guessing that guy's a Chiefs fan, so I'm probably saying like maybe box. <laughs> for the Chiefs. Uh, like, that would be no, so disrespectful. Like... That would be so... Asking the Raider for, for Chiefs season tickets. That, that's, that's, when he, that's when he gets. That's when he gets. Playoffs and possibly Super Bowl 12. I would include that shit in there as well. Like, come on, man. Like, you, can't just, you, you can't just push grown men. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you, okay, you so bumped into Hunter Renfro on that play. The Raiders are obviously not making it to the Super Bowl. So you're going to ask this man for Super Bowl tickets too on top of the... Keep them. And at times you do have to overpay. You know what I'm saying? I I think that Facts. it's overpaid, but I think that they know that they overpaid. So, you know, maybe it's not that bad. Andrew Wiggins, four years, 109 million. Properly. Properly paid. He can be uh, definitely a piece, uh, a championship piece, you know what I'm saying, with them moving forward. They got to get younger at some point. For those that didn't know, Andrew Wiggins last year, 17-4-2 and two for the Warriors. So that's pretty good. I, I would say that definitely gets you 100 more plus in the NBA these days. The Warriors are luxury tax uh, gods. They do not mind paying luxury tax. I didn't even know what the luxury tax was until uh, the Warriors started, like, you know what I'm saying, forking it over. Yeah, so for, for those that, that may be confused, it, it is, it is kind of... I'm going to say unwritten, but people don't really talk about it. But uh, for those that don't know, the NBA has a salary cap. 
And if your team is over that cap, they they tax you or charge you based on however much uh, you uh, you're, you're going over by. So the uh, so I'll say it right now with Jordan Poole, and, and then we'll and then I'll state what the Warriors luxury tax is. Uh, Jordan Poole, four years, one hundred and forty million. Same situation where it's overpaid, but they know that they overpaid them, and uh, that's a team that don't mind going into the you know into the tax. I I don't even know if like. Even going back to to Wiggins, man, I don't know if there's a such thing as overpaying for the Warriors. Like, I, I don't know if, if there's anything that they would consider overpaying except for, you know, maybe – you know, they, they may have reached their limit with Draymond. The NBA right now in these day in this time and age is so crazy where if you're averaging like 16 plus points a game, that's 100 more automatically. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like it's, it is so crazy. And listen, if Jordan Poole didn't get knocked out by Draymond, I'm saying he, he probably would have made 25 mil less than what he did. This, yeah. this is a courtesy 140 mil yeah, from, from Jordan for Poole. For sure. Sure. Just, just to make him happy and, and make him stay. He got punch compensation. Moving on to what Kwame was saying about the luxury tax. Uh, the Heat next season will, will be paying Jimmy Butler $45 million, Bam Adebayo $32.6 million, Tyler Harrow close to $30 million, Kyle Lowry $29.6 million, and Duncan Ooh. Robinson about $18.2 million, making that about $154 million for those five guys. And then after giving Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins their extensions, the Warriors will, will have a projected $483 million on their books and salary and luxury tax. For the 2023-2024 season. Bro, I had no ridiculous. idea that they were paying Kyle Lowry that much. I didn't know that they were paying Kyle like $30 million. That's ridiculous. Oh my god. How many how many years did he sign for? Two or three? Ah, I got it. Let, let's check right. Holy because that's hell. horrendous. And he was injured a lot last year. I, I, yeah. Three years, $85 million. Get the hell out of here. I didn't even know he signed for that much. That went way under the radar. And a sign and trade, too. That is a highway robbery or expressway that robbery is crazy. In, in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely is. He's going to pay $26 million this year. Uh, no, $28 million this year. And then $30 million next year at 37 years old. And he'll be afraid then at 38. Let's see what his stats were last year. I was just about to say, what, what did he have? 13, 4, and 7 last year. And he only played 6. 63 games. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That ain't too bad for him. And he, uh, he started. Did he start? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's okay. 60 plus games. That's more than Kyrie has had in probably two years. And also, Duncan Robinson, 18.2 million. And he, he's come off the bench first of all, and he got no playoff minutes last year. That contract was probably the worst contract so far. I would say. And but behind to me, Kyle he Lowry, does not play defense. No, 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 no. Horrendous defender, good shooter, but he 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 didn't shoot well in the playoffs last year or in the regular season. And twenty million is just disgusting. According to reports, now I didn't know this because, because we we saw the footage last week, but I didn't know that Jordan Poole actually got knocked out. That was a report that Draymond knocked him out. Uh, he was fined by the Warriors and received no suspension. According to Woj, Golden State did not want to punish Draymond in a, in a way that he would miss opening night where he get his fourth ring with his teammates. Uh, and so my question for you is, is if, if you were the Warriors management, how would you punish him? I meant to say this last week. Draymond made it worse every step of the way. And the Warriors kind of like, they. I don't think they handled this properly. And I feel like they lost a lot of respect, you know, um, as far as perspective is concerned, he should have been suspended. Suspend him for at least that first game where where everybody getting their rings and all of that, like to to make a statement. You know what I'm saying? Right. Send, send a message. Him being able to to punish himself and just step away from the team and still come back and play the last preseason game and then still you know still be able to be there for the the ring ceremony and all of that is bogus. I think the Warriors handled it handled it terribly i think draymond handled it terribly and jordan Poole has every right every right to feel how he feels about you know the situation i from from what i've read um he hasn't forgiven him or and he hasn't spoken to him and it That's looks so. it looks like they they kind of put it past him past you know they, they kind of put the the whole issue past them but that's only on the court you know what i'm saying i i can see how road trips will be a little awkward and, and stuff like that and that you know the, the the chemistry starts to break apart at that point so i feel like we we're gonna watch um watch a train wreck slowly in this, in I this feel situation like this like, I, I this don't... right now is, is is the beginning of the end for the warriors dynasty i'm, yeah. I'm saying it right now oh i don't know with about draymond that. what I'm saying it's it's over right here. I, I'm either Jordan Poole is gonna get pissed off with Draymond. And he, and he's, I, I think Jordan Poole is gonna request a trade. I'm, if I'm being honest, I feel like him and Draymond 
there's going to be awkward tension, possibly more beef throughout the year. I'm saying that he signs his extension, he got paid, and he's going to ask for a trade, or Draymond's going to ask for it. Either either or is going to ask for a trade from yeah, this yeah. team. Yeah, I was about to say, Draymond is probably, is probably more likely Draymond. I don't know where Jordan Poole has been, but he has had no press conferences. Like, no reporters have. I, I've not seen any quotes from him at all. all. All I'm seeing is Draymond, Draymond, Draymond. And they keep asking him. Oh yeah, what's up with you and uh, and 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 Jordan Poole? And he's oh he, and he keeps saying oh yeah Jordan Jordan's a, a professional yeah we're, we're gonna handle this professionally. He keeps speaking for Jordan Poole. I'm like yeah. where is he? Where's Jordan Poole to speak for himself? I don't understand. I mean it's just it's not a good look. Like from any way you look at it, it's not a good look. And they kind of they they ruined a lot for that man. Like they they ruined a lot for for Jordan Poole. Um, I don't see how they you know keep it together. Um, throughout the whole season or throughout the rest of Draymond's tenure period because it's 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 awkward like you can't come back from that yeah. awkward tension like once that yeah. thing starts it's it's over uh Russell Westbrook was seen on video avoiding the Lakers huddle uh refused to, <laughs> to shake hands with Patrick Beverly in the huddle when, when he was asked to come over uh, and they are apparently looking at bringing him off the bench this year despite him making nearly 50 million dollars this year uh and so I was I have the Lakers uh because because Quan and I were doing the the records thing which uh, he seemed to enjoy I have the Lakers uh, record here. Uh, well, the Lakers schedule for the first slate of games that they have this year, and, and I want to do a quick Lakers record for start the year. Do it. Hold on, let me pull it up too. I have the first 13 games of the year. First game. Now this one's interesting. First game is against Golden State. Now I would say pre Draymond punch, I would say Warriors on this one. But post Draymond punch, I'm saying they could be discombobulated. Lakers going 0 and 1 for that one i'm saying yeah, warriors win that game because it's the ring nine next one is against the clippers and lakers are at, at home dub. technically super dub as i mean that's that's an easy win that's gonna be an easy one oh that one's a little i may go l on that one to be honest but the, but they are at home they, they're technically they're at home because they're, they're in the same anytime building. they anytime they play that game that's a that's a lakers home game and don't know about the football i'll give Quan that fucking i'll give Quan that I'll, I'll give i'll give Quan that one blazers Oh, that's just that's they might win by fifty. Yeah, that one's disgusting. Nuggets. Another one. They. they uh, I. I say they went by fifteen. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I'm. I'm saying that that could be a loss. This might be a little biased from Quan because he doesn't want to fucking get on LeBron's bad side. Nope. Uh, T Wolves. Okay. They're gonna lose to, to Minnesota. They'll lose. Oh. They're too young. All righty. But I um, think that um that they'll be able to negate uh Joker in the in that Denver game. That's why I think that they they win that one. Um, I think right, they, they canceled they him got out. Nuggets in LA. W? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they got New Orleans at home again. So they're the gonna big come home to play, they and they're gonna smack the Lakers. L on that one. Then you got Jazz at home again. Utah may win twenty games this season. Yeah, third. That's an automatic win for the Lakers. Cavaliers. That could be. That could be a tougher one. That's a dub. That's a dub. You can count on it. Book it. Jazz in Utah, please. Yeah. Lakers win by thirty. Uh, Clippers away i guess i'm saying loss clippers the clippers gonna win that one yeah and then we got uh kings that, that's not even a question it's a w for smack. them w for la smack them by 50 and then oh this is gonna be interesting the last one november 13th against the nets I'm lakers, saying win, lakers win in overtime oh okay this is gonna be good all right what is this uh nine and four we have them nine and four to yeah, start the year not that start. bad but I, I think Quan, Quan was a little biased it's possible uh, i mean can you blame nine me and four? Nine and four is a great start. I, I think this team's a lot more uh, detached than when we you think. You notice it is. a common thread here. My team's only losing four games. If you're listening via podcast format, leave a five star review and a written review. If you're listening via YouTube format, uh, go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, and yeah, so as always, we appreciate everybody for joining us this week and have a blessed week. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.